Hello everyone, this is the Connected Family Podcast, episode number 34. This podcast is produced by Connections Family Counseling, LLC, a group counseling practice located in Quincy, Illinois, that helps build resilient kids, strong marriages, and connected families. My name is Mark Vanderlei, and I'm your host. Today's episode is all about the four core fears of parents. I hope you enjoy it. If you do, please go over to iTunes and give us a rating and maybe even leave a comment as that will help other people to find this episode as well. As always, thanks for listening to the Connected Family Podcast. Welcome back to the Connected Family Podcast. Thank you for joining me again this week as we continue discussing resilient kids, strong marriages, and connected families. I would say this week's episode falls under the category of resilient kids and connected families because I think as you learn and grow in this area, not only will you be developing resilient kids, but you'll also be more connected with your family because you will um, have a deeper understanding of the things that lead to your anger. And when you have a deeper understanding of that anger, I think you will be more connected in relationship with your children and probably your partner as well, because I do believe that these things also impact the way that you relate to your partner. So do you ever find yourself flipping your lid? Do you ever find yourself really ticked off, maybe even yelling at your children? Um, I know I do. I definitely have times in my parenting journey where I have been less than proud of the way that I have responded to interactions between my children, to different behaviors of my children, maybe even certain looks that they have given me, I have responded with anger. And I can even uh, think about several specific instances where I have flipped my lid and I have yelled in ways that I think were actually probably quite scary for my children. So I Um, Think of this when they were a little bit younger and when I yell, the tone of my voice shifts in a way and I describe it as being very guttural. It comes from my gut and I can even feel it in myself where I have really lost control and literally flipped my lid. I'm using this term flipped my lid because Dan Siegel, who does all sorts of wonderful writing about um, interpersonal neurobiology, basically the um, brain-based information in regards to how we relate to other people, what the brain is doing when we're interacting in relationship with others, interpersonal neurobiology. He uses this idea of flipping your lid. And he does that because if you take your thumb and you tuck it into the palm of your hand as though you're raising up the number four with four fingers, and then you fold those fingers over your thumb then that becomes a model of the brain that Dan Siegel uses often. And there's even a video online that you can find of him doing this. And if you look at your hand and you look at um, the thumb tucked in your palm with the fingers folded over as a model of the brain, and then you kind of look at the hand and you see the different parts, the front of your hand where your knuckles closest to the tips of your fingers are located That is called the neocortex of the brain. That's like the thinking part of the brain where you're doing all your higher order decision making. You're able to think clearly when you are using that part of the brain and things are usually going pretty well. Now, if you were to 
lift up your fingers and point them in the air, the part where your thumb is, that's the more emotion emotion regulation portion of the brain. And so when the four fingers are folded down and the neocortex is online and that portion of your brain is, let's say, in charge and you're calm and you're regulated and you're feeling good, then you're able to think clearly. You're able to respond in the best ways you know how to your children and do things in a way that are pretty effective. However, sometimes we flip our lid, those fingers go up, flying up, and it exposes that emotion regulation portion of the brain. And the logic tends to leave and that emotion portion re regulation portion of the brain gets exposed. And that's when we flip our lid. That's when those emotions boil up inside of us. And we sometimes then respond in ways that are not so helpful like I have done in the past where I have yelled in that guttural way. And so it's really a brain-based thing when you lose control, when you yell, when you act in ways that aren't, um, I like to say, in my best moments, that aren't you know you in your best moments. Really it's about your brain responding in different ways um, that make it less or more difficult to uh, respond in the ways that you want to. And so today's topic really is connected to this idea of flipping your lid because it has to do with the four core fears of parenting. And when these four core fears, probably we, each of us probably lean more towards one than the other. And so we can identify the one core fear that really sticks out for us and when that fear gets triggered in us in regards in relationship with our children and also our partner, I believe, that's when we tend to flip our lid. So if we can understand then what, which four of the four core parenting fears is most commonly triggered in us, then we can have more control over our emotions. We can recognize when, when we're about to flip our lid and we can do some things that help us to not flip our lid and can remain calm and be able to uh, respond to our children in ways that are more helpful than not. And so the four core fears of parenting are danger, failure, loss of love, and loss of control. And often these things are triggered by our children's behavior, maybe facial expressions. Maybe we're so stressed out from other things in life like work, um, family relationships, just the state of our culture at this present moment, that it's more, a little bit more difficult for us to um, be ready and be at our best when thinking about our, when interacting with our children and we're closer to these four fears than what we um, normally are. So let's talk about danger first. Um, so the core fear of danger is the fear of their child being seriously hurt emotionally or physically. Parents who experience this core fear feel anxious when their child takes risks or is out of their sight. Now that's both like physical risks and social or emotional risks, you know, so seeing your child climbing on a jungle gym or jumping over a creek or riding a bike really fast and jumping over the curb or something, or maybe it's seeing your child go um, up to a group of peers that they don't talk to much and sort of moving themselves and trying to become friends with that group of peers or taking a risk on the soccer team or something like that. So it's both uh, physical, emotional, and social risks. 
um, a parent experiencing lots of anxiety in those situations and maybe then being compelled to act in certain ways when that sense of danger comes up for them. So the most common way of relieving this anxiety is to protect. These parents have a hard time maintaining personal control when their efforts to protect are being avoided by the child. So I encounter this quite regularly. I have three boys who love to run and jump. And particularly when they were younger, this was difficult. They're older now, and so um, it's a little bit different. But, you know, uh, running and jumping and all sorts of physical challenges that they loved were anxious. They would really produce anxiety in me, and I had to work pretty hard to not constantly be saying, be careful, don't do that, stop, oh, you're going to get hurt, you're going to skin your knee, don't do that, stop. Um, and I think one of the drawbacks of this anxiousness that we sometimes experience as parents is that we do say things like, oh, don't get hurt, don't do that, stop it, you're going to fall. Um, in situations that, yeah, they might fall, they might skin their knee, but are they in serious danger? And so when we're constantly protecting or being having that core fear of danger triggered, we can sometimes send messages to our children, often implied messages, that I don't think we want to send. So some of the implied messages that sometimes we send when that core fear of danger is most common for us, some of those messages are, you are in danger, you're weak, uh, you need protection, you are fragile. And I don't think those are the messages that we want to send to our children. We want to send messages like, you're strong, you're capable, you can do it, you can overcome. And I think when we are able to encourage physical and emotional risk-taking in the appropriate context by managing our fear of danger, we can really help our children to internalize those messages. Core parenting fear number two is failure. The fear of failing as a parent or having their child failing fail as an adult. Parents who experience this core fear work hard to make their child a success and have a hard time maintaining personal control when their child's behavior seems to work against them. This is one I often encounter in my work with adolescents. Adolescents have a little often, or sometimes, have lower energy than what our parents desire for them. And we see them sometimes sitting around doing things that we're like, man, if I did that when I was a kid, I would have gotten in trouble. Or if he does that for the rest of his life, he's never going to have a job, never going to be successful, never going to be able to support a family. And so sometimes this core fear of failure, where we begin to imagine what present behavior is going to turn into 10, 15 years down the road. And, and usually it goes down a negative road where we're imagining like these really negative scenarios of our, you know, 20 something year old son living in our basement or something like that. We begin, we get that core fear triggered, triggered. And so we then feel compelled to do things, maybe to force, to push, um, our teenager, um, to do things that otherwise we would not do or, for some parents, and this maybe happens a little bit in the earlier stages of our child's life when they're younger, we might help them a little bit more with that school project than what we should. We might do some of the homework for them because we want them to get the good grade. Or um, we might, you know, talk to the coach about letting them play more because we want our child to feel successful and we're fearful of the 
the experience of failure and how that may impact them. Some of the messages that sometimes our children might get when our core fear of failure is triggered is you are not capable or you need me to fix it. Because in those situations, sometimes, you know, we try to fix the situation for our child and make them successful. Even though they really weren't successful themselves, we did it for them. And paradoxically, when we do it for them, homework, talking with a coach, interacting with friends, for instance, um, we actually send the message that they are not capable of doing it on their own and they need us to fix it, which makes them less prone to success than what we would desire. So it's actually sort of this self-fulfilling prophecy that can happen. So core parenting fear number one was danger. Core parenting fear number two was failure. And core parenting uh, fear number three is loss of love. The fear of losing their child's love. Parents who experience this core fear, fear may rely on their child for feelings of affirmation and value. In times of trial, they feel abandoned, alone, maybe even betrayed by their child and may struggle to maintain personal control. Often, when this core fear is triggered, it's difficult for parents to maintain boundaries, hold to the limits that they had communicated to their child at some point or that are agreed upon between a parenting um, team and Sometimes then parents, you know, oh, uh, Jimmy or Billy, uh, I really get the sense that he doesn't love me or that he doesn't like me. He's mad at me when I set this limit. And so it makes it really difficult sometimes for parents who have this loss of love core fear triggered to hold on to those limits, to set those limits and maintain uh, those boundaries in the family relationship. Uh, sometimes the message that is sent in this when this core fear triggered is uh, you're not allowed to feel, you're not allowed to be upset, you're not allowed to be mad at me. And although, you know, of course we don't want our children to be mad at me and we don't want them, you know, cussing us out or yelling at us, I think we do want them to be allowed to be mad at us and angry and upset. And it's okay. And actually we can help them to learn how to be angry with us in the way that we respond to them, providing empathy compassion, even containing and holding those emotions for them when they do get upset by the limits that we uh, enforce and the boundaries we set. And we actually communicate, hey, I can handle when you're upset with me. I can, I can take it when you're angry and I'm still going to enforce the things that we're doing in our family because we love you and you're important to us. And the core parenting fear number four is loss of control. The fear of losing control of their child or the situation. Parents who experience this core fear see misbehavior as a sign of things to come. Again, there's that fear looking down the road five or ten years and what's going to happen if my son is acting this way now or my child is acting this way now? What's he going to be like when he's 25 or 30? Uh, these parents are afraid that if they don't get things under control, their child will grow up to be a hardened criminal or even worse. Some of the messages that are sent in when this core fear is triggered is you're too much. I, I can't control you. You're just too wild for me. Um, you are bad. And again, I don't think those are the messages we want to send. I, I think when I encounter boys and, and girls and children who are high energy, this is one of the challenging core fears that gets triggered 
for parents who have high energy children. And sometimes we do experience them as too much or out of control. And so I often want to encourage parents rather when this core fear gets triggered, this one of having lost control to view the behavior that's triggering that fear um, and try to frame it in more of a strengths based approach. And so if it's high energy, if it's really risk, lots of risk taking, it's viewing it as a strength like that level of energy is going to be an incredible strength for that child someday. Not so much, maybe, when they're in second grade and they're having to sit in a desk all day, but when they are in high school and they're athletic and they're running down the soccer field or playing basketball or exceeding in football or they're working very, very hard in a physical way in a job that requires this high level of energy from them, that will help them to be incredibly successful and probably even a wonderful person to be around, quite enjoyable and engaging. So the four parenting core fears are danger, failure, loss of love, and loss of control. So what do we do when we recognize that, okay, uh, yeah, one of my parenting core fears is danger or failure or loss of control. Well, here are the steps. There's three simple little steps that I want to give you to think about this and, and apply this to your parenting. One, identify which one of these four parenting core fears is the one that gets triggered in you the most. Danger, failure, loss of love, or loss of control. Spend some time reflecting, thinking about the times when you've flipped your lid, and really assessing what is it that was triggered in me when I flipped my lid? I, and, and, and then place it under the category of one of these four things. So identify the main one. Two, recognize when your core fear has been triggered. So in the moment, in that moment when your child is behaving in the way that triggers your fear, recognize what's happening. Notice the body sensations, notice your heartbeat, notice your thoughts, notice your breathing and get a sense of when you have been triggered. And then when you have been triggered, take action to manage and calm yourself before moving forward. This is where you give yourself a timeout. You take a few minutes and take some deep breaths. You uh, go to your room for a little while, say, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm losing control of myself right now, I need to take a few minutes to think this through and decide how I'm going to respond. First, that is so helpful in responding for you and responding in a way that uh, manages the situation and helps it not to get out of control. Second, it's an incredible way to model for your children how they can manage their emotional responses when they get upset, when they get frustrated and overwhelmed. And when they flip their lid, because they flip their lid as well. So those are the things that I want you to take away from you. One, identify which of the four parenting core fears is most um, commonly triggered for you. Danger, failure, loss of love, loss of control. And then two, recognize when you're being triggered. And three, take action to manage and calm self before moving forward. I hope that you found this helpful. This was the Connected Family Podcast. If you would, and if you did find this helpful, I would love it 
if you would join our Facebook group, or if you would go to Apple iTunes, find us on iTunes, subscribe, and then leave a rating. If you leave a rating and a comment, then we get bumped up a little bit in priority at the uh, Apple iTunes search bar, and more people can find this and get this information. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Connected Family Podcast. We're dedicated to helping you build resilient kids, strong marriages, and connected families. If you'd like to continue the conversation about the four core fears of parenting, please join our Facebook group at facebook.com backslash groups backslash the Connected Family Podcast. This group consists of additional resources, discussion regarding episode topics, and support for building a connected family. You can also follow us on Instagram at Connections Family Counseling or our website at ConnectionsQuincy.com.